Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach, wherever you choose to consume our audio. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Subscribe now. Also, you can help sponsor the podcast for as little as 99 cents per month. The link is in the description on with the show. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. Totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans, let's talk about the Marxist NBA of China. And one LeBron James, a.k.a. LaChina James. Guys, LaChina James now has gotten triggered. He has gotten triggered now because it seems like NBA executives now agree unanimously that he is no longer 
the best player in the NBA. And LeBron James got triggered by this news today. This came out about three hours or so ago. And LeBron James, he actually needed everybody to know that he didn't he didn't agree with this uh, poll from 10 NBA executives. Why would he be so petty? Why didn't he just let his play do all the talking? LeBron James is going to be 37 years old. He flamed out in the first round of playoffs. He seems to be injury prone now as he's gotten older. And these executives, they said, no, LeBron is not the best player. But 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 not only that, LeBron James got zero votes. And I believe that's what really, really triggered him that he got zero votes. So let's check it out, guys. LeBron reacts to getting zero votes from NBA executives and scouts on being the best player going into next season. And he got triggered, guys. It says LeBron James will be entering his 19th year in the NBA this coming season. And aside from last year's injury, he has shown virtually no signs of slowing down. But that didn't stop the top or the 10 NBA executives and scouts who were asked to name the league's best player going into next season from omitting LeBron entirely. And here it is. This is on Twitter here. And it says LeBron James receives zero votes from scouts and executives in poll for best player in the NBA. And LeBron James replies to this tweet. Hashtag superwash with a trash can. And then he tweets out. Thank you. As if I didn't need more to fuel me. Hashtag, I guess he's saying wash king. Why would he even tweet this out? Why is he worried about what 10 executives actually have to say? Now, the the guys who actually got the votes for the best player, you can see right here. Um, it says 10 scouts and executives voted on best player heading into the 2021-22 season. Giannis, five votes. Kevin Durant, five votes. LeBron James, zero votes. And the only reason why LeBron's name even shows up here is because he was the only, only other name that actually came into the conversation. But he got zero votes. So it's a split between Giannis and KD, according to the scouts and executives in the NBA. And guys, Giannis plays both in, both ends of the court. He's the reigning um Finals MVP, they won the championship. They didn't win it in a bubble like uh, LeBron did with the Lakers the year before. And Kevin Durant came out and he put on an, an heroic effort against the Bucks in the uh, the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs. So there you have it, guys. LeBron James triggered. Triggered. Being a crybaby, he has to let everybody know he doesn't agree with this. I'm pretty sure no player... No top level player like LeBron wants to be known as not being the best. For the most part, people have said LeBron James has been the best player for the better part of 10 years. And now it seems like his time has passed. There are other players now that NBA executives have said are better. LeBron James is just going to have to accept that. And if you don't accept it, just go out there and play to the best of your abilities. Win another championship. Play defense. Do something like that. 
But as of right now, you can't get triggered because these executives have said, you know what? We think Giannis is better. We think that uh, Kevin Durant is better than LeBron. But of course, you know, LeBron is pretty sensitive. So, of course, he has to go out on Twitter and let his feelings be known that he doesn't agree with this. And honestly, did anybody really expect LeBron to agree with this? No, of course not. I'm pretty sure that um, other players in the league, too, feel like they're the best as well. But this is just 10 people. LeBron's worried about this. I thought you were worried about chasing that ghost in Chicago, trying to surpass the six championships. You have three and a half championships because that bubble championship, a lot of people don't want to count that. I'll give you half on that. I'll give you half on that. But you'll never be Michael Jordan. You're declining. Let's face it. Two out of the past three years, you have been injured. And that bubble title doesn't really carry a lot of weight. It doesn't. People are not recognizing that bubble championship as anything, really. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, LeBron James triggered by not being recognized as the best player in the NBA. The man got zero votes, a goose egg, a zero, lost out to Giannis, lost out to Kevin Durant. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans, we're going to be talking about America's favorite athlete, I'm talking about Olympic bronze medalist Megan Rapino. Of course, I'm being very sarcastic. As we all know, she is not America's favorite athlete. She's one of the most woke athletes out there, and she's definitely at the forefront of woke sports. She likes to mix politics with sports. And one thing that Americans do not like, they don't like their politics mixed with sports. And Mega Rapino, the, the woke NBA, they have not learned that. And that is why people have tuned them out. Now, I'm talking about you, LaChina James and Megan Rapino. Now, Megan Rapino, social justice warrior out there, is a part of the uh, U.S. women's soccer team. They won the bronze medal at the Olympics and they kneeled before every single game. And Hope Solo just came out recently and said that Megan Rapino basically bullies her teammates into kneeling. This is disgusting, guys. Really disgusting. And also, Subway franchisees want her dropped from the ads promoting Subway because the consumers don't like her. They're out there saying, I'm not going to eat Subway again until Subway drops Megan Rapino. See, the consumers, you know, they like the Subway sandwiches. They don't like Megan Rapino. And Subway got an anti-American athlete to represent them. Not good whatsoever, folks. But now the people have spoken because check this out, guys. Survey says Megan Rapino should be dropped by Subway.
It says here, and this is on the Washington Times, survey 45% of Americans want Subway to drop soccer star Megan Rapinoe. You can see here, folks, this is very, very divisive. Almost half of Americans do not want her with Subway. They don't. And it says here, U.S. women's team star known for taking a knee featured in sandwich ads. And I saw those ads, folks. They're pretty terrible. They are absolutely awful, to tell you the truth, mainly because Megan Rapino is in those ads. But let's read this. It says a survey released Tuesday showed that a plurality of consumers find U.S. soccer star Megan Rapino's subway ads hard to swallow. Asked if Subway should give in to the pressure and drop Megan as the face of the brand. Forty five percent of Americans polled said yes while 36% said no and 19% were not sure, according to market research company Pipsley or Pipsay. I don't know how you pronounce that. But anyway, as you can see here, only 36% said no, that she should not be dropped. Whereas the overwhelming majority said not sure. And really, the majority said she should be dropped. The August 13th through 15th online survey of 30,790 U.S. adults also found that 38 percent believe that the backlash against Subway over Rapino was justified, while 36 percent said it was not and 26 percent were not sure. So once again, the majority are saying that the backlash that Subway's getting because of Rapino is justified. People do not like Megan Rapino. They don't like them, like her whatsoever because she is anti-American. It goes on. It says that said only 35 percent agreed that a company's choice of brand ambassador matters a lot. While 33 percent said it does not matter at all, according to the brand survey about Rapino. One of five sports figures featured in a sandwich makers eat fresh refresh campaign. Now, guys, for majority of my life, I was actually a fan of Nike. I would actually go out, I buy Nikes, I buy Jordan and all that other stuff. But recently, over the last few years, I noticed how Nike is all about China and they have LaChina James out there and these NBA players kneeling for the national anthem. I don't buy Nike anymore. I do not. I refuse to support that company. When they have athletes who are so un-American and pro-China. So to me, the brand ambassador choice, choice, that means a lot to me. It really does. It says here, the 36-year-old Rapino has been a divisive figure in sports since she started taking a knee during the national anthem in 2016 in solidarity within San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick. And when you align yourself with a communist like Colin Kaepernick, no. Absolutely not. I cannot respect you at all. But uh, what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of this survey, man? The people have spoken. They don't want Megan Rapino associated with Subway. And I will say, folks, there's also other uh, other brands out there that actually taste better than Subway. But if you like Subway, I get it. I get it. I've eaten a lot of Subway sandwiches uh, in my day. But now I definitely would not support them when they support Megan Rapino. It seems like all of these uh, woke athletes who hate the country want to kneel for the national anthem. 
They get in brand deals. They get in brand deals for being anti-American for speaking bad about this country. Why do you think Colin Kaepernick is catching in? He's getting millions of millions of dollars. Uh, Nike deals, Netflix, Mega Rapino, Victoria's Secret. Oh, my goodness. That's kind of scary right there. But she got a brand deal with Victoria's Secret as well as Subway. And the people have spoken, folks. Subway, they better listen. Forty five percent have said that she should be dropped. They want her gone. They want her fired. Will they actually end up dropping Megan Rapino? Boy, when those numbers actually go down, I'm willing to bet they'll probably, or at least I hope anyway, hopefully they'll look at the data and, and see that Megan Rapino is a detriment to the company when sandwiches don't sell. And it's going to be hurting the franchisees most of all because they invested their money and put it in the subway to own a franchise. You better look out for your franchisees subway. The people have spoken. They have rejected Megan Rapino. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to black and white sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. There have turned out to be no bigger lunatics in all of sports than Stephen A. Smith. He has turned into a grade-A ESPN nutbag. Well, he continues with the color of skin narrative. This time, somehow, some way, oh, flipping through the mental hoops and gymnastics. To say that the Kevin Durant and Draymond Green feud in Golden State could have been ended if a black man would have been in charge. How Stephen A. Smith comes up with these sorts of things, I don't know. But, evidently, he wanted to push Max Kellerman off of, off of first take because... I mean, let's face it. There's only one King SJW that can be on the first take show, and he has lost his mind on ESPN. This is a guy, I got to be honest with you, I used to like Stephen A. Back in the day, I liked Stephen A. used to, uh, God, Stephen A. was employed by Fox News, was he not at one time, like a decade ago? Really good friends with Bill O'Reilly. Used to go on his show quite a bit. But he, ever since George Floyd, he got into the social justice bus and he drove it right off a cliff into lunatic land. Well, this crap is insane. But we're going to talk about it. I don't know how you make this conclusion. I don't know what it's got to do with anything. Uh, I'm not sure Stephen A. truly actually explains why it's got to do with anything other than what you typically see in these kind of arguments, which is 
quote just cause. But let's get to it because this is just lunacy. Stephen A. Smith claims an African-American could have fixed Kevin Durant's feud with the Warriors. White executives keep people at bay. What? Despite owning their personal feud, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green are blaming Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr and team president Bob Myers for their breakup following the 2018-2019 season. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the NBA, it seems to me like one of the better-run franchises is actually the Golden State Warriors. Am, Am I wrong in believing that? Because I think I'm right. I think I'm right. According to ESPN's Stephen A. Smith, if the Warriors had a black executive in a position of power... The feud between Durant and Green may have been handled in a way that it could have kept the roster intact. Now, it's my understanding that Kevin Durant wanted to leave Golden State because he wanted to team up with his buddy, his buddy Kyrie Irving. I, I may be going crazy, but I'm, I'm certain that was the narrative continuously around that move and Kevin Durant. And yeah, Draymond Green and Durant didn't get along great. Not sure what that's got to do with a third party being black. There was no one of African American descent that had any kind of cachet within the organization in folks' eyes that could have brought KD and Draymond together, Smith said on ESPN's first take. That's the perception league-wide. No matter where you turn, if that is the perception league-wide, then the entire league is a bunch of racist and race baiters. But honestly, in the NBA, mm, that might not be so far from the truth. Green and Durant Im- infamously had an emotional shouting match during their final season together, with the latter eventually leaving Golden State for Bro- the Brooklyn Nets as a free agent. Their feud was theirs, but Durant and Green believe Kerr and Myers, who are both white, handled the dispute poorly. Okay, you are two grown-ass men. Why do you need two other grown-ass men to get involved in your drama, work it out yourself like adults? Durant and Green did not cite race as an issue when they openly discussed the issue during an interview with Bleacher Report. Quote, it's not about the numbers, it's not about the body, Smith said. It's about individuals of African-American descent employed by organizations and what kind of power and influence they are truly granted in cultivating relationships and make a difference. God, that's stupid. You have a lot of these white executives in positions of power. Even though there are black people employed, those executives are incredibly guarded, Smith continued. They keep people at bay because they want to be the ones to have the relationship. They don't want you to be the one to do so because that can pose a threat. Ultimately, your relationship with the players can elevate to such a degree that you become empowered and usurp with their authority. The players notice this kind of stuff. Smith has been vocal about the need for more black representation in coaching and executive ranks of the NBA earlier this year, the ESPN star even called out NBA players for being too quiet on the issue, demanding that they vocalize the need for more black people to be in positions of power within the league. 
Stephen A. Smith, I have no earthly idea what that would have to do with Kevin Durant and Draymond Green being grown man and be able to sit down somewhere, have a beer together, and work out their differences. And for full disclosure, call me crazy, but in my opinion, Bob Myers and Steve Kerr would do whatever they possibly could to get that feud absolutely, that fire stomped out. Why? Because Kevin Durant remaining on that team pretty much ensures they're going to steamroll the hell out of everybody else in the league. Steve Kerr gets more titles. Bob Myers gets more recognition. The Golden State Warriors remain and stay a dynasty. I don't care where LeBron is. You're getting your butt stomped as long as Kevin Durant and Steph Curry are on the same team together, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. You're getting rolled. Yes, of course they wanted those two to work out their differences. God, that's stupid. This drives me nuts. This is what Stephen A. Smith has become. It has been about nothing but race for 18 months for Stephen A. Smith. And look, I can't believe he wanted Max Kellerman gone. They deserve each other. They're both crazy. They're both out of their minds. There is no wonder that ESPN loves Stephen A. Smith because this is exactly the kind of ignorant wokeness that that company hopes to achieve from all of their employees. The unbelievable leaps and bounds you have to go to to put that mathematic equation together involving Draymond Green and Kevin Durant I mean, a master's degree, a Ph.D., and absurd race baiting. That is the stupidest thing. That could be one of the top five stupidest things I've ever heard since we've had this channel. Maybe in the history of sports. Oh, wow. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. I mean, what? Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? 
Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. Totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans, we have to talk about woke Madden NFL 22. You may be wondering, why are we making a video on Madden NFL, the football game on um, the Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it is? We are making this video, guys, because I completely forgot about this, to be honest with you. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was added to Madden last year. Now, you may be wondering why he hasn't been in in the NFL forever. It is because of a virtue signal. And they came to some kind of an agreement to put him actually in the game in franchise mode. And so once again, folks, Colin Wokernick is added to woke Madden NFL 22 yet again. But however, folks, there is a bit of controversy because we know that players are rated by a um, a Madden rating. OK, 99 being the highest, of course. And Colin Kaepernick has not thrown an NFL pass since 2016. And yet, guys, check this out. This is going to blow your mind here. Colin Kaepernick added to Madden 22 has higher overall rating than Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and the number one overall pick in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. I'm not making this up, guys. This is completely insane. I don't know why they rated him this high. This is a man that has not thrown an NFL pass in forever. And last I checked, Colin Kaepernick was actually benched for the immortal Blaine Gabbert because he wasn't that good anymore. This is insane, guys. Completely insane. But uh, check this out. This was actually posted on Twitter here by uh, Black Adam Schefter. It says Colin Kaepernick is back in Madden 22. And guys, check out his Madden rating right here. 81. Who in their right mind would give Colin Kaepernick an 81 Madden rating? And then rate him above Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, and Trevor Lawrence. Now, I understand that Trevor Lawrence is a rookie, so we don't know how he's actually going to play out in the NFL. But I'm willing to bet that first year Trevor Lawrence will actually perform better than Colin Kaepernick today, who has been out of the NFL for five years. I'm willing to bet that Trevor Lawrence would be better than Colin Kaepernick. 
I, I would actually put money on it. I would bet my house on that. But it is completely insane to give Colin Kaepernick a higher Madden rating than Justin Herbert and Kirk Cousins. Do you guys want to see Justin Herbert stats from last year? Justin Herbert is actually a pretty good quarterback here. Check this out. He threw for 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns, tied for 10th in the NFL. And you can also see sits and yards. Just 10 interceptions and his uh, QBR by ESPN, 69.5, which is actually pretty good here. And his quarterback rating was 98.3. But you mean to tell me that Colin Kaepernick would perform better in the NFL today than Justin Herbert? Is Madden really expecting all of us to actually believe this? This is insane. Let's talk about Kirk Cousins here. Kirk Cousins also rated below Colin Kaepernick. Kirk Cousins, just this past season, completed almost 68% of his passes, 4,265 yards, 8.3 yards per attempt. He threw 35 touchdowns, more than uh, Justin Herbert, 13 pits. And guys, he had a 105 quarterback rating. 105. You want to know who actually had a lower QB, QB rating than uh, 105 last season? That would be the GOAT Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a lower passer rating than Kirk Cousins. But Woke Madden wants you to believe that Colin Kaepernick is going to be more effective on this game than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, they actually put this out there, folks. Now, Trevor Lawrence, like I said before, we don't know what he's going to be yet, but I'm willing to bet he is going to be better than Colin Wokernick. I mean, this is insane. Guys that are actually producing on the field, having a lower Madden rating than Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I don't know what the sales are for, for Madden. I don't play Madden anymore, but this is this is pretty damn stupid right here. Let's just be honest. This is pretty stupid right here. And Colin Kaepernick last seen in 2016, guys, completed a pathetic 59% of his passes, just 16 touchdowns, four pits. He had a 90.7 QB rate. This is back in 2016. And this is a man that got benched for Blaine Gabbert. The immortal Blaine Gabbert, guys. And Matten. Gives him an 81 rating higher than Justin Herbert, higher than Kirk Cousins, higher than Trevor Lawrence. I cannot believe this, guys. And he's actually tied with Derek Carr. Der- Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick. We don't know what Colin Kaepernick is right now at this point, guys, but clearly he's not in any kind of NFL shape. And who is actually going to be selecting this guy in franchise mode? The wokeity woke people out there, guess what? The wokeity woke people don't buy video games. The wokeity woke people don't watch the NFL. They don't care about this stuff. They just want a virtue signal. I believe this is completely idiotic, completely stupid, folks. Colin Kaepernick is done. The woke mob, Madden, they need to just accept the fact he doesn't want to play NFL football anymore. He's cashing in. He has a Netflix documentary out there. He has other things that are paying him 
much more money to be a professional victim. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, let's talk about Shohei Otani and Jack Morris once again. This will be the third video we have actually made on this topic. And we've actually heard from Jack Morris. We heard from the Detroit Tigers and we heard from Bally Sports. Bally Sports actually suspended Jack Morris indefinitely for using an Asian accent when describing how to approach Shohei Otani at the plate. He said, you got to be very, very careful in a in an Asian accent. And of course, the Walt Sports Media, they lost their mind. Keith Oldman said he wants him fired. And I do believe that there's a strong possibility now that Jack Morris could be fired. But however, we have not actually heard from Shohei Otani on what Jack Morris actually had to say about him, how to approach him at the plate until now. And guys, Shohei Otani's response is not going to make the Walt Sports Media very happy. Now, Shohei Otani is from Japan. He is not in the same culture that we are here in America. He grew up under different circumstances in a different country. And guys, check this out. This is what Shohei Otani had to say about Jack Morris and the Walt Sports Media looks like fools. Shohei Otani not offended by Jack Morris's mocking Asian accent. He's not offended by this whatsoever. And I'm pretty sure that the Walt Sports Media was probably expecting Shohei Otani to say, oh, this is terrible. The guy needs to be out of here, needs to be fired. No, he's not actually getting into any of that. So let's go ahead. Let's read what he actually had to say. It says here, it doesn't sound like Shohei Otani will be seeking further punishment for Jack Morris or even another apology from the Detroit Tigers broadcaster. Now we know the woke sports media and the woke people out there in general, no matter what you say, what you do, you can apologize 10,000 times. It will never, ever be enough for the woke mob. Now, Jack Morris came out and he apologized for what he actually said. But let's move on. Morris, a Hall of Fame pitcher, used a mocking Asian accent when suggesting the Tigers should, quote, be very, very careful when pitching to Otani in the sixth inning of Tuesday's game. He apologized on air doing Otani's nets at bat, but was suspended indefinitely Wednesday by the television network Bally Sports Detroit. Otani, the biggest star in baseball right now, and he's probably going to win the MVP, might have taken some of the heat off the more off of Morris with his reaction. This is what Shohei Otani said. He said, quote, I did see the footage and I heard it. Otani told reporters through an interpreter, according to the Atlantic, quote, personally, I'm not offended. I didn't take anything personally. He's a Hall of Famer. He has a big influence in the baseball world. 
is kind of a tough spot, close quote. So there, Shohei Otani sounds nothing like the Tigers. He sounds nothing like the Woke Sports Media. He doesn't sound like any of these clowns out there that are calling for the cancellation and firing of Jack Morris. He says he saw the footage, he heard it, and he's not offended. But of course, you know, to be offended in Woke Sports, that gives you a lot of cred with the Woke Sports media. So this is not a surprise that Jack Morris is now suspended. Now, hopefully with um, the words of Shohei Otani, he seems to be uh, showing support for Jack Morris. Hopefully Jack Morris can actually keep his job now based on what he actually had to say. See, we're in a dangerous time right now in, in Woke Sports because of the whole George Floyd thing and uh, racism this, racism that. That's what the media is screaming out there. You even had uh, other outlets calling what Jack Morris said was racist. It wasn't racist. He said, be very, very careful. He just used an Asian accent. And they went ballistic. If this was happening 10, 15 years ago, this would be a non-story completely. But now we're living in a completely different time now where the worldwide leader in ESPN has went super duper woke. Uh, You have the NBA, Black Lives Matter, NFL, Black National Anthem, that social justice stuff everywhere. And if you can't find something to scream about in sports that has to deal with social justice, then you'll just make it up. You will make it up. You'll find victims here and there. And the media, they truly wanted, I believe, Shohei Otani to be a victim. But Shohei Otani is not giving them what they want. He refuses to be a victim. He's not offended by this. He's not offended by this. He's not going to be offended by this. And that just showed you the difference between the culture here versus in Japan. I mean, wokeness is out of control in every aspect, every industry here in this country, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's the news. It's completely, completely out of control. And to be a victim gets you a lot of cred with the media. Uh, just look at uh, just look at uh, tennis. Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles playing victims all the time. And the media is praising them. Shohei Otani not doing that. He's not going down that road. He could have easily said, I'm offended. Uh, get this uh, racist off the air. None of that happened. He said he wasn't offended. It's completely ridiculous. And I agree with Shohei Otani. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, do you agree with Shohei Otani that he's not offended? Or do you believe that he actually should be offended by the words of Jack Morris? Hats off to Shohei Otani. This was really nothing at all. And I'm glad that he came out and he told us his honest opinion about this situation. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodranth for Black and White Sports. It's not often these days that we get great moments in sports. It's not often these days. And this is what's sad. 
that I actually have to make a video to shine light on something positive somebody did towards either a first responder, member of law enforcement, members of the military, something that just used to go so hand-in-hand with our sports. It was one reason why we loved sports so much. Sports was very pro-American. Well, we know now that that is so frowned upon. CNN, MSNBC, the lunatics on Twitter, on the Twitter. Going nuts. Such an anti-American sentiment. Clowns like Megan Rapinoe and LaChina James out there that are always so negative. Never doing anything truly productive or even saying thank you back to anybody that actually means anything. At the end of the day, I'm sorry, but you entitled athletes are not the heroes in this country. Look, I love sports. I do. Got a sports channel. We've taken this very seriously. But the fact is, at the end of the day, look, if I see you you versus a veteran or a member of law enforcement or a firefighter, I'm not walking up to shake your hand. I'll walk up and shake their hands long before I get to you. Well, the Cleveland Browns are in training camp right now, and one Baker Mayfield, quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, went out of his way to celebrate our military at training camp the other day as there were many members of our armed forces in attendance and Baker Mayfield sh- showed some appreciation. Now, you guys know I, we got a podcast. I do my quarterback rankings on there. There's three different video, uh, three different uh, pieces of audio to that. And I just released my Tier 3 rank, which is actually number 16 through 9 in my NFL starting quarterback ranks. Well, Baker was in Tier 4. He was number 18 on my list. It, look, if he'd have played like he played all of the last half of the season for the whole season, Baker would be a Tier 3 quarterback on my list and probably pushing for Tier 2. Baker's turning himself into a pretty good starting quarterback for Cleveland. Freddie Kitchens absolutely held him back. Well, this has come out, and this is really cool. In case you're wondering, uh, Baker did... Uh, have a 63% completion percentage. He was uh, 26 touchdowns, 8 INTs, former Heisman Trophy winner. Good God, I've got those stats on my brain. Yikes. I actually knew that. Baker thanks military fans in attendance at training camp. In, In light of everything going on in the world right now, it was only right that quarterback Baker Mayfield would stop what he was doing. He stopped what he was doing in training camp He would come over to recognize the uniformed military personnel watching the game. And I will tell you, I watched the video. Baker walked up. He thanked them and made a point to tell them, guys, we would not be playing this game if it wasn't for you, members of our military. We are here because of you. I'm going to play this clip. Hopefully it doesn't get nailed by YouTube. Check this out. It's great. Thank you for everything you sacrificed, continue to sacrifice. If there's any veterans here, thank you as well. I wanted to say thank you on behalf of the Cleveland Browns. Thank you so much for allowing us to be able to play this game that we love. We appreciate you guys more than you know. Go Browns, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Go Browns! 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 Go Browns
And that is exactly what we are used to seeing out of sports. It's what sports has been missing. There's too many negative elements out there. LaChina James, Megan Rapino. Let's face it, the NBA as a whole, Gwen Berry. Let's just keep it real. Laurel Hubbard, you're not a, you're not a positive. You're a negative in the sports world. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm going to call it like I see it. Uh, you are a derogatory part of sports society these days. We don't see enough of this from people like Baker Mayfield. We used to feel like sports and Americana went hand in hand. Well, it's great to see Baker Mayfield because, look, I'm sure if I search Twitter hard enough, I can find negativity about this one act. Which is repugnant, right? Uh, I even have to say that, but we know how that is. Um, we had a lady come out the other day. Um, it, I think it was around, it, maybe it was around July 4th. And she said when she saw uh, American flags, she felt offended. That's exactly the kind of crap we're dealing with in this country right now. And that is crap, let me tell you. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. I like showing these kind of videos when it happens. Good job, Baker Mayfield. Good luck this season. Go get your money, your contract extension. It should be a big one. Peace. I'm out. Till next. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Live fans, welcome back to another video, and we're going to be talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Now, a few days ago, word came down that the Atlanta Falcons were the first team to get to 100% vaccination status. So now... Every player on the team has gotten a jab. We know for a fact now that Matt Ryan has gotten the jab because he's on the team. And by basically getting at 100 percent, we know every single player has gotten a jab. Maybe they don't they don't actually want all their medical information out there like that. But based on the Falcons saying they're they're at 100 percent, we know that they're primary players, just starters and guys that are still on the at the roster right now. They are all vaccinated. However, guys, thanks to Mike Florio over at Pro Football Talk, there may have actually been some method to their madness of getting every single player vaccinated. And this is going to be very interesting, guys. So let's go over here to Pro Football Talk. And this is what Florio writes here. Falcons cut two unvaccinated players to get to 100 percent. Funny how that all came down, folks, if you ask me. Now, I'm not saying that the Falcons deliberately cut these two players because they didn't get the jab. But, man, it makes you really kind of question and wonder, are the Falcons actually trying to send a message here that if you want to be a part of this team, you better get the vaccine, you better get the jab, or else you're going to get cut? Let's read this here, guys. This is interesting right here. 
Uh, Florio writes, before Monday, several NFL teams hovered in the vicinity of 100% vaccination rate. The Falcons got there first. It didn't happen because they convinced their lingering holdouts to get the vaccine. Per elite source, the Falcons made it to full vaccination among all players by cutting their two unvaccinated players. So they were really, really close. And maybe, guys, just based on what I'm reading right here, the vaccine was probably the deciding factor on whether to keep these players on the active roster or cut them. Now, we know that many players had to get cut during um, during uh, the preseason training camp, and there's going to be more uh, players that get cut before they have to cut down even more. But this is interesting right here that the Falcons cut the only two unvaccinated players they had on the team when it came down to the cuts. It says here other teams in the vicinity of 100% could have done the same thing, but those teams have unvaccinated players who are regarded as too valuable to the broader mission of winning games as many games as possible. Now we know guys, if it came down to Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan, let's say he didn't want to get the jab highly unlikely they would actually cut him. I don't believe for one second that they would actually cut him. I don't exactly know when Matt Ryan got the jab. I really don't, but I'm assuming because this article here doesn't even name the players that got cut. But, uh, it does make me think a lot that this is the deciding factor on whether a player may make a team or not. Your vaccination status versus your overall uh, c- contribution to the team. And the jab, man, that's a real thing right now. I mean, you have coaches out there that are going ballistic because they weren't reaching their uh, vaccination numbers that they wanted to be at. Um they seem more concerned about that than actually winning games. And we know the Falcons also are not going to be very good. They're not going to be very good. I mean, I guess it is possible, you know, anything can happen, but I do not think the Falcons are going to be very good. But it goes on here. It says it had been believed that most, if not all players firmly in the bottom runs of the roster would get vaccinated in order to enhance their chances of making it to the 53-man roster or the 16-man practice squad, not so for the two players whom the Falcons release. So these these players, they're not on the practice squad either. Those players, if they remain unvaccinated, likely won't get other chances. Given the 2021 protocols, unvaccinated players must wait five days before trying out or signing. Vaccinated players can do either immediately which means that for the players among the first five out as teams drop from 90 to 85, unvaccinated players likely will be out of luck. So guys, pretty much I believe what Florio is saying here is if you are a player that is way at the bottom of the totem pole that probably has little to no chance of actually making the team, you can enhance your chances by getting the jab. It has nothing to do with your play. Because other teams also, you know, players, when they get cut from a team, they can actually get picked up by another team. And this can happen throughout the season. But based on the protocols, you know, having to wait five days before you can actually sign with a team or trial for a team. I mean, think of this. It's only seven days in a week and injuries will happen 
teams are going to have to sign players. It's going to be kind of tough, you know, to pick up a player that isn't vaccinated and bring them on the active roster when they have to wait five days. You see, I believe this is probably another incentive for players to get the jab, because if you are a fringe player on the ropes, that's just kind of struggling to make it on any team in the league. I guess you can just enhance, enhance your, um, enhance your weight onto a roster by getting a jab. I don't like it at all, but this seems to be the reality based on what the Atlanta Falcons have done. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white live fans. Do you think that the Atlanta Falcons deliberately cut those two players because they weren't vaccinated? Seems likely. It really, really does seem likely. And these two players now may actually think to themselves, man, I better get the jab or I won't have a career. Sad but true, guys. Very sad but true. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Live and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for Black and White Live. We're doing a follow-up to a video that my partner in crime, John Matrix, made earlier. As we know, the New Orleans Saints had decided that they wanted all of their folks that attended games to be vaccinated and have masks, yada, yada, yada. A complete and utter, in my opinion, lunatic move by the New Orleans Saints. But, judging by some of the leadership in that city, unfortunately, I can see the Saints bending the knee in that way. And they had made the repugnant decision that they were not going to issue refunds to season ticket holders. Personally speaking, I found this to be flat appalling that you made that decision and decided that you would not refund people that did not want to get a vaccine, did not feel they wanted to have to wear a mask, although I, I really wonder how many of them would have just wore a mask. Maybe quite a few. I don't know. Well, the Saints are some little flip-floppers because they have come out and they have reversed course. They will now issue refunds to season ticket holders who resist a vaccine or a COVID test. I guess it was a COVID test they were going to do. Regardless, it was all ridiculous. The city of New Orleans has decided to limit attendance at Saints games to fans who have been vaccinated or who test negative for COVID prior to entering the venue. The Saints have decided, had decided to not issue refunds to season ticket holders inclined to do neither. The Saints have now reversed course. The team announced on Thursday that refunds will be made available if requests were made by Tuesday, August 24th, 4 p.m. local time. Quote, we have received less than 120 requests for ticket refunds as of this morning and following media inquiries and recent articles about refund policies, we have received thousands of calls from interested fans wanting to purchase any season tickets 
made available by current season ticket holders seeking refunds. The Saints said in a statement, Our preference is to have these loyal fans in our seats rather than these additional tickets be made available to visiting fans via the secondary market. Refunds will have a consequence, however. The season ticket account will be canceled. Wow. And the tickets will be made available to the next person on the waiting list. Thus, for people who want to keep their season tickets but decline to be vaccinated or tested, they'll need to sell their tickets one game at a time through the available digital channels. The change in policy from the Saints comes after Louisiana attorney Jeff Landry expressed concern about the refusal to issue uh, refunds to people who purchased their tickets. Let's go to this article and see if we can see what he said. Jeff Landry called upon lawmakers to withhold Saints funding until the team changes a ticket refund policy. Held their feet to the fire, Jeff Landry. The Attorney General is displeased with the Saints' policy regarding the potential season ticket opt-out or refunds and is calling on lawmakers to withhold funding from projects related to the Saints until the guidelines are changed. Okay, well, that's interesting. It seems that the Attorney General of Louisiana actually may have stepped in so while the Saints can act like it's because of the fans, we may be finding out it's because the Louisiana Attorney General got involved. Interesting. Now the Saints really look like crap. At least they're issuing refunds. But it's so odd that that just happened to pop up and they did a little flip floppy. Anyway, they should have been issuing refunds from the beginning. Okay? Ridiculous. Trying to tell people that they got to be tested or they got to be vaccinated to attend a sporting event. It drives me nuts. Absolutely insane. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. The Attorney General may have put some pressure on the Saints, and now they've decided to issue refunds. Hmm. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.